Good morning from Fast Company. Here's our daily look into what's driving today's creative business leaders. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning from Fast Company. Here's our daily look into what's driving today's creative business leaders. More hybrid and remote work has increased our written communication via email, IMs, DMs, and texting. The problem with these types of correspondence is that nonverbal cues, such as facial expressions and inflection, are missing, and the underlying tone of the message has to be inferred by the recipient. Unfortunately, the human brain naturally skews toward the negative. Your message may come across as aggressive, condescending, or just plain rude when that was never your intent. It can be tricky to gauge someone's tone through an email or Slack message. The team at WordFinder by Your Dictionary studied emails and found some commonly used workplace jargon in terms come across as passive-aggressive in writing. Whether it's intentional or not, using them can make others uncomfortable, create tension, and even jeopardize your job. These 10 phrases were rated as seeming the most passive-aggressive. Please advise. Noted. Friendly reminder. Will do. Thanks in advance. Per our last conversation. Circling back. As per my last email. As promised. As discussed. While I'll take care of it, any update on this, and sorry to bother you again, were among the least used passive-aggressive phrases. Communication in the workplace can be hard, says Michael Kwan, content lead for WordFinder. For better or worse, digital communication, whether through email or direct messages on platforms like Slack, doesn't let us see each other's immediate reactions, which is why we look for ways to politely express irritation. As a result, employee frustration and miscommunication are at an all-time high, with tone alone being misinterpreted quite a bit in email communication. How to remove the passive-aggressive tone? No one wants to be misunderstood. Before you shoot off an email or Slack, decide if the conversation is better suited for face-to-face conversation, suggests Quan. For example, if you need to provide an employee with constructive criticism or feedback, it's best to schedule a Zoom meeting or, at the very least, pick up the phone. 
you'll have a better opportunity to use vocal inflection and facial expressions to temper the message. If your message is one that can be relayed over email, reread the words, thinking about tone and potential reception, says Quan. Pretend you are the recipient. If any part of the communication feels uncomfortable or unclear or if it triggers negative emotions, try rethinking your approach. You could change the method of delivery, or you can reword the message, removing phrases that can be interpreted as being negative. To communicate effectively, it's important to think about how you want to receive an email or message and how you would interpret it, says Quan. The more genuine you can be in your communication, avoiding what may appear to be a flippant, canned response, the better, he says. Difficult conversations will happen in the workplace, no matter what form of communication you use, so it's important to remove as much emotion and ambiguity as possible. Phrase things in a way in which you communicate the message clearly and feel you're being heard, understood, and received in the way you intend, says Quan. Open and honest communication is the best way people can work together, says Quan. If you lay your cards on the table and both parties approach the situation in good faith, you can arrive at a mutually acceptable solution. That's all today from Fast Company. Talk to you tomorrow. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.